so then for today then i'm going to read your uh charts and uh to help you realize your soul purpose while uh whilst here in this lifetime and so to fully decipher your per um to fully decipher it all we've got the We've got these main four planets of the kind of the moon, your ascendant, your sun, and Mercury. So these are like really kind of what we lead with. These are the kind of the nitty gritty of it. And then we'll go over some of the other planets that are in your chart as well. Just get your chart. Can you see your chart on here actually? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So it's basically so the way the the way we're kind of doing it with all the planets then it's about kind of recognizing each one for what it's worth and combine keeping them all in balance and keeping them all happy really just like so they're all mates they're all working with each other to help you on this uh path and it's um they'll help you to recognize your kind of gifts and how you express yourself and then in turn once you kind of have this idea, then it just makes it easier to be of service to others. So um, it's basically about kind of realising your potential and um, having an idea of getting this path lit up in front of you, basically. So we're going to be going through, so we've got your rising sign, which ultimately describes your soul purpose. It's like it's even though it's how people see you, it's also about the mission and the problem that you're kind of uh, sent here really to solve. And it's the first step of understanding this, this spiritual path, as I've said, And um, then it's also, so the ascendant just, it, it, it encompasses like the 12th house and the 12th house, which is like your house of karmic debts and soul contracts and the first house which is about your kind of self-identity so when we understand our um rise uh, our ascendant rising sign then we can see how we how to solve this problem and then we also have we also have our uh, mercury um which is kind of how not just about how you communicate to others but it's also about kind of expanding your consciousness as well how you're communicating to yourself to others and how you kind of communicate into the universe really what you're putting out there what you're getting back and then okay. your son you have um which is your physical uh, personality and the moon which is your emotional side so it's about as i said it's about kind of <laughs> these these main four things in harmony with each other to help uh, to help you uh, and to help others. So the first thing I um, noticed about your chart really is you've got that you've got a lot of water in your chart. You know, you can we can see it here, all the water water elements that uh, encompass your chart. So yeah, me like some so so someone that has a lot of water. So you're naturally intuitive and sensitive, and there's, and I'm sure you probably feel more um, like a more intensity than others, really, because you have this such emotional and nurturing side. So your feelings can run really deep. And mm -hmm. running that deep, you're also really receptive to how others feel as well. And um, 
also I'm sure you can say it's like very creative and artistic and like have this kind of uh, like romantic nature about you as well and I think because you have this um, your sunrise and the mercury all in the sign of Pisces you have this natural compassion for others anyway um, this vivid imagination and this kind of dreamlike quality about you and it's probably and you probably have like this natural affinity to the kind of um, the mystic and spiritual side of life so I can imagine especially with the Pisces it's kind of it's, it's the last of the water signs and it's the last house it represents it well well so it's kind of it encompasses all this kind of uh, like like a kind of like the dream realm shall we say this inner realm where the rest of the kind of house or the rest of the signs kind of they they all touch on that but Pisces literally Pisces because it's the last sign in the zodiac and each sign that precedes it you have like a bit of everything so it's like a mm -hmm. overload of every every sign really into you so that's why I think rivers run completely deep with you mm. and also um on your I noticed that you have this 12th house stellium as well so you've got these I mean I know like this your north node I know it's not actually a planet but you have you've got your mercury and uh, your venus and mars there as well so that's quite a lot of energy and because they're kind of those two are your inner planets that's quite it emphasizes that house but also this Aquarius so Aquarius are like the innovators of the zodiac so you kind of you're like the game changers really you, you're the humanitarians you want this kind of big change for the collective and have this need for like freedom you kind of like to discover things and um, you're here really to like help others with this progressive change like taking helping others to take this leap leap forward on like the humanitarian causes and for social improvement and because it is in this in this 12th house which is represents this like collective unconscious space but it's also the kind of energy of the house is like things that are kind of kept and it kind of can work behind the scenes a bit. Um, it's like it also um, houses our kind of own uh, self-limiting beliefs, unconscious mind, habits from the past, our subconscious. So it has a huge impact on your growth and progress. Um, it's also the house of karmic And to help correct your karmic debts and what you're here for in this time is to be of service to others because it's in that sense it's kind of healing if you're healing others then you're healing yourself and this 12th house is known for um we look at it as our kismic clients so it's the people we're kind of here the people that we're kind of here to serve as i said to heal and then heal so I will I'll go into the kidney clients a bit later after we've done all the other signs. But it's just it's just about it's just this theme of this kind of intuition, psychic abilities, um, and bringing this like universal consciousness into reality, really. Mm. Okay. So 
So, any questions so far? Um, what, so, which one did you say is the Kismet client? So the, the Aquarius? So, yes. So, Aquarius oh. is the Kismet kismet client so i will go into i'll go into that further down in the reading but just so you you you've got this there uh, it's just so in that phase there for uh, okay. the rest of the reading okay so yeah. everything's been really spot on so far Def i definitely feel like i do have a lot of water <laughs> um yeah <laughs> i'm the type of person who cries at commercials and stuff like oh. that <laughs> So um, I definitely feel that. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and I definitely feel, you know, the Pisces side where it's, you know, I'm here for maybe compassion or psychic ability uh, or receptive receptivity to help people, but also that Aquarius side where it's like progression, mm -hmm. um, humanitarian. I do feel both of that pretty strongly. So that was cool that you touched on that. I like that a lot. Excellent. Excellent. And I think, and, the thing is, like, when you have so much water in your chart, it's like um, you have to have some kind of containment in in a way because it's just like I suppose you could say, you know, it's like comparing it to the if there's so much, it's like comparing it to an ocean. So there's no kind of it's about having I don't know, like maybe some emotional boundaries at certain points. But again, will I will be touching on I'll be touching on this as we go through so it kind of it all, all comes together. Okay, great. So the first thing was, so your rising sign, um, and because yours is in Pisces, um, I mean, you've got your sun and your Mercury and your rising sign on in Pisces. So I'll, I'll, we've touched on Pisces, and then I'll just break it down to each of, of what it means in each sign. So the rising sign is kind of, as I said, it's your sole purpose. It's this astral, uh, this this life path that uh, we're here to take, and the problem to solve. So it's um, it's the key to unlocking your gifts, understanding the spiritual path. It kind of helps you to. Uh, it just helps us kind of uh, wake up really and recognise our gifts. I think I've already said that anyway. So and with so with them. Um, um, how like how in uh, how to communicate and showing it shows us how to lead when we're kind of uh, when we're talking with our kismic clients and because you've got this the sun and uh, the rising there there's not too much different you know like if you had like a earth sign and a water sign then it's about finding that balance within the two but because you have the both in the water then it's kind of it's uh, you know, you're not. You don't come across as any different from what you do on your star sign, uh, sun sign, basically. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so it's what you. It's, you know, it's very important to lead with this Pisces, uh, Pisces nature and this compassion, and you know, having this emotional side and nurturing side to show to others. It's always like good, you know, to to keep that in mind when whenever you're communicating with others. So it's a uh, you know, it's and using this imagination and um, compassion with everything. So that's your, so that's your, that's your rising as well as your uh, sun sign, really. And the difference, and I suppose with with the sun sign, it's about the sun sign is like it's 
it's so it's your secret sauce it's like what you add into everything that you do so this it's always like putting this sprinkling of pisces in anyway so in your kind of uh, hobbies your relationships um even down to like the clothes you wear and your home decor it's kind of having this piscean energy that comes across to show to others um so then we have um your mercury so again this is this is in pisces so it's i'll touch on mercury in the way that it's so it's about our communication it's how like you draw people in how you speak your feelings um and it it also handles our physical emotional mental body so if it's all elevated and you're leading in this way then it expands it expands this consciousness so it's just making sure that mercury can't um you don't want your mind to stagnate you know focusing focusing too much on one time it's always about just expanding your knowledge further and further and learning to kind of master your uh, master your lower mind um and like communicating with this kind of divine universe so that you're able to kind of manifest what you want into your life and so it's always having this being able to communicate this vision that you're after um, being empathic and sensitive so they're all the, all, so all of those three things really are all kind of encompassed in one it's just having that as i say that kind of a, a compassion and everything in everything that, that you do which you must i mean because you're the because you're the doctor of uh, physical therapist as well so you you naturally have this kind of a um feeling energy about you anyway Hmm, yeah, I, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel the um, the need to have that like constant like expanding of my knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So that um, definitely spoke to me too. Good, good, good. Okay. So then we've got um, the next up. We have your moon. So that's up here in your uh, tenth house. So. The moon, okay, so it's so it represents your kind of it represents this emotional side to you. Um, um, it's 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 also kind of like um, uh, it's not like karmic as such, but it also kind of holds this ancestral wound, uh, even as a wound as such. But from uh, if we're looking at our ancestors, you know, for everything kind of goes on from family to family to family everything's kind of picked up along the way so you have these kind of emotional attachments to ancestors even if you're not aware of it as such it kind of carries over it's kind of it it goes back from like time from like tribal basically it's in your bloodline so it's about like working with the moon because it's i suppose it's you could say it's karmic debt so you're here to work through and it's also the moon has the two sides you know it's what's illuminated but it's also working through the shadows so it's very important to kind of heal heal this moon because if our if we're not in touch with our emotion uh, this emotional side of us then other areas of your life aren't going to be moving forward because it's just making sure that this is this moon is on board with the rest of these planets 
So they're all working in this harmony with each other. Um, so yours is in Sagittarius. So Sagittarius and in the 10th house. So I'll start with the 10th house. So the 10th house is about like what's important for you to show the world. So it's your kind of like your reputation, your image, it's what emotionally satisfies you. And um, these healing, like these healing of these ancestral moons is also about um, the best way to heal, as I said earlier, is about being of service to others because it's just, it, it works twofold really. This, you know, I, course you have to do it on an individual level and it's true you know you have to have your cup full before you can heal others but once that's done then it's important to share that with others so it's so the whole it's like a healing cycle that happens then on this bigger global collective and especially because you have so many uh, so many planets in this last quadrant and this last quadrant is about awareness of other people so it's really in, it's important. It's important for you to be in a group of people. By I say, I think you. I think you've got a lot of healing to do, not just for, for other people. I think you're going to be, you know, a, a, you're a big service to others. Just looking at all the planets all condensed down to that last quadrant. So, it's like I say. So with um, keeping this. Sagittarius moon happen like happy and on board and healed. It's about realizing your like your higher purpose. And to realize that, because it's in the sign of Sagittarius, it's about this kind of being able to explore and seek the truth. And Sagittarius, so they it likes to learn it's such a wise sign, Sagittarius. So it's very open, very friendly, and it experiences. So, with all your water, you experience that internally. With Sagittarius, it's about it's more outward. It's that fire nature, so it's much more dynamic, and it's much more about exploring through experimentation, like on the outside, mm -hmm. rather than just this feeling. It it's kind of it wants action because it's that it wants that action and it wants to study but like more on as I said like on a kind of higher level so they, the Pisces and the Sag work really well I would say because Pisces have this inner you have this inner knowledge anyway so it's about it but it's more on this kind of transcendental plane it's more on that spiritual where Sag it's or not saying Sag because Sag they have this high learning, but it's more like they going through this experience. And maybe I was when I was looking at your chart, I was thinking, I don't know if it's like because of this healing of this ancestral ties, maybe like in times before you were restricted by not being able to explore, maybe you didn't have chance to find this higher purpose or maybe the truth was suppressed so like yeah that's that's what I, that's what i think i think it's like you and this time especially being in the 10th house which is i mean traditionally you know uh it's about your kind of 
intensely is about like work, uh, the working, and you're supposed to represent you know, like the job you'll kind of do in this lifetime. But I think it's through maybe your work is how you're going to be able to express this side, this kind of Sagittarius. Mm. So, and then if the moon's happy, then everything it just it just helps everything flow really in this lifetime. Mm, okay. Any any thoughts? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my yeah. What what is Sagittarius like? A little bit more about Sagittarius, like it's fire. Yeah, so Sagittarius, so it's so it's the fire sign. So it's so Sagittarius. So they're very like jovial. They're very friendly. They're very um, like outgoing people. They're they're really they're big explorers. I mean, okay. Sagittarius. You know, they like to travel. They like meeting new people. They have this dynamic energy about them, and they have and this and this wiseness about them as well. They they crave this learning, but not like on just a on a higher level, not on a mundane level. So it's about just exploring this more, um, this kind of more fiery side of your nature. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I definitely feel like um, the times when I'm like the happiest or I feel like the most alive are when I'm traveling or meeting new people or talking about, um, like you said, talking about things at a higher level, like beyond surface level. Um, it's hard for me to do small talk, so um, that might be from that Sag Sagittarius um, moon. Um, so I definitely feel like that. Um, and then also, as far as like the ancestral wound, I do, I have felt like there's something in this life that was passed down to me to heal. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I feel like there, there definitely is. Um, part of that Sagittarius energy that maybe I need to allow myself to be a little more jovial, allow myself to be, I don't know, um, like be, get out there a little bit more. So I feel that. Good, good. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's what I feel about it as well, I would just say, because it is, yeah, this kind of exploration and maybe, you know, bringing this, because it's, that you know that could that that kind of shadow side so it is exploring it so it does come out it does come out in the open and then and maybe it's about also working with others on that sense that will help bring it out in you as well mm -hmm. so it's definitely worth exploring because i think that's the kind of and, and that's what sag wants to do it wants to explore it wants mm -hmm. to soar to new heights. It's not afraid of like holding back. They're very like yeah. brave and courageous Sagittarius. They're not afraid to, you know, just go for it. And mm -hmm. if they fall, they don't mind either because they're, they're, it's, it's a, it, I would say it's one of the most optimistic signs in the Zodiac actually, Sagittarius. I think they're very, you know, they'll just go for it. And if it, and if it doesn't work out, they just pick themselves up. You know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna dwell on things because, this, you know, 
as it's their symbols like the archer, so it's just going for the next target basically. Okay. Okay, so next up then we have so a touch on so as I say it's about this kidney client. So I was thinking with yours then, so it's in Aquarius and with um Aquarius, so I've said what so I've said what Aquarius are, you know, these innovators, they're another they're the other ones, you know, they like to learn, but they're not just learning about themselves, they like to learn about, you know, the whole world of what's going on around them. They're like these agents of global change, basically. And they want they want social justice, they just want to make, you know, they're they're kind of they're after they're they go for the underdog, you know, they support the underdog because they just, they want to see everyone have this kind of equalness really. And they just want to be, they just want to be this kind of, this agent for change, for social good for all. Um, one, but the, the, the downs, not the downside, but the shadow side of Aquarius though, is they are very uncomfortable emotionally. They're, they're very, because of this whole outlook, this whole global, they can remain very emotionally detached to things, which can, they can lack this empathy, they can have this kind of uh, detached, cold and rigid side to them, because they're like this fixed sign, so they get something stuck in their head and it won't sway. So as much as they are this friendly, quirky agent for global change, they do have kind of emotional detachment which is it's good in a lot of ways because obviously then they can see the bigger picture without letting the emotions get involved with them but I think coming from the part from you from the Pisces I think it's kind of being able to show your client that actually it's okay to be it's like maybe helping them deal with their emotions and helping them through this detachment and showing them a way to like to dig that bit deeper and maybe not have this you know not have this uh such cold side and especially because you said you know you want to kind of do this emotional healing with people so if you're looking these are the kind of people that you want to be targeting not doesn't have to, i'm not saying they've got to be aquarius but that that whole archetype of Aquarius. So people mm -hmm. that are looking for this more deeper emotional nurturing side to come out. And especially like with the healing of the moon, um, and we'll, we'll talk about your Chiron in a minute, and uh, just to keep it, all these in balance, I think working with people in this kind of setting is going to just be like that's who you kind of want to be aiming for. I think like if you're, um, so you're if you're doing it from a business point of view, they're going to these are your audience. These are the kind of people that you want to be expressing, but through your you know expressing through your Pisces nature, but kind of targeting these people that also need this healing. And it's good because I mean, I mean, we don't usually cover this, but especially with Mars, um, you've got Mars there and Venus there. So your Mars is like, it's like taking that action and having that like devotion and 
Venus is about having this value and putting a lot of love into this cause of like helping these people. So I think it would be, it kind of goes to show it. I think from your point of view, as I say, targeting these kind of people, I think would be very beneficial for them. And of course for you as well, because it's part of your own karmic debts and everything that you've brought into this lifetime to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super interesting because my husband's Aquarius. Um, and like when we first started dating, I kind of shut down my emotional, um, psychic, spiritual side a little bit more. Um, cause obviously like, um, you know, being Aquarius is detached from it. Sure. Um, and so like recently in the past year or two, I've really opened up to that side of myself a lot more. Um, and so it's interesting to see like my husband also open up as well um, to that more emotional side. Because mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, he was just completely closed off to it. He didn't want to like I, I do like um, tarot cards readings like for myself and stuff. And um, I'd be like, oh, do you want to pick a card? And he's like, nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, but now I can like get him to pick a card and like be a little more open um to it so it's it's cool it was cool to see like him um pro progress like through right. all that with me kind of yeah so. yeah that's i mean that's wonderful isn't it i think and i think like men I don't know, they've, they've been through so much conditioning haven't they really themselves i think it's like you know, they they probably need much more healing than what us women do in a way sometimes, I think. And it's just kind of getting them on board with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And like with the with his Aquarius nature, he can be so stubborn. Like, like you said, like once he gets something in his head, like that's it. That's the answer. And there's like no discussion. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, I'm glad you, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? It's really, I like this. I like it. I'm loving how your chart is, how it's all corresponding, actually. You know, where you're kind of going, really, and how the healing's going to take place within mm -hmm. the brothers and within yourself. Yeah. We've got a couple more. Climate. So, I'll do, so we'll do, I'll do Chiron next. So, here's your Chiron. And it's in this fifth house and it's in Cancer. Okay. And the thing is with so with Chiron, it's um so I mean it's not a planet, it's this comet, but it's known as the kind of the uh wounded healer. So it's about your kind of spiritual wounds, like from maybe when from your child, maybe from again bringing it back from the ancestors, but it's about this kind of where um where there was lack or what hurt you in the past in like on a spiritual level or like on an emotional level and it kind of so, and it works along with your north node and your rising sign so it's again it's about it's about like having this healing and being aware of this so it helps you again helps you and then it can help others now because it's so it's on so it's in the fifth house so 
the fifth house is the part of you it so it's about healing this kind of creative side of yourself um but uh not just creative but also your own self-expression so it might have been when you were young you didn't have a chance to shine or maybe you weren't able to express yourself in a certain certain way so it's about uh it's about healing it's about showing that it's actually it's okay in fact through self-expression is how you will heal and the thing the thing is with Cairo I mean it's you don't ever heal it but it's a, it's a thing that you're always aware of and it's always about keeping it checked it's, it's always about so it's always in your case about making sure that you are being able to express yourself and not stifle your emotions because because it's in cancer so Cancer is like it's it's the mama. It's the it's the really nurturing side of the. It's the nurturer. It's again. It's and it's water. So it's very um, in tune with emotions. Voice, but on the flip side, it can be very insecure. So with Chiron here, that will kind of bring up those insecurities really. So it's learning to like just love and accept yourself it can be healing from like fa uh, family relation issues from the past um as i said maybe emotional needs weren't met or it could have been your emotions just run away with you so it's about having this kind of container of emotions like caring um like caring so like being able, you're caring about so much about others that you forget to kind of apply this kind of uh, this healing nature to yourself so it's just making sure that it's you're that's it you, that you and i mentioned this earlier about having your cup full um i mean being water i don't it's like it could be as easy as just like um you know taking epsom salt baths or being surrounded by water being out of being out um in nature of course going for walks by the sea you're in Long Beach, <laughs> so, yeah. Just and just having that time out to yourself and just checking on yourself that you are expressing your own needs because it's this house and it's this cancer as well. So it's really important that you keep keep yourself in check. You know, keep in check with your uh, like emotional needs, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something I definitely um, had to learn. Um, like once starting my career, because I learned real fast, you know, if I don't, if I don't care for myself, um, you know, caring for all these people every day, um, it's really draining. Um, and I was just really like losing my energy, losing like my passion and, and spark for wanting to help people. So, um, I definitely, um, I definitely hear that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. It's that, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like that's it. It's kind of having it's like putting it's like having the putting these boundaries up. And I can imagine like if you're doing your line of work, you know, maybe it's like putting this uh, doing like a meditation beforehand and putting this like a uh, I don't know if you're into meditation, but putting this like protective white light around you so you know that uh, for the emotion not to take on everyone's emotions because of all this water, that's it. You're gonna feel this with such intensity. So it's making sure that you're kind of protected from that i mean i don't know maybe if you're into crystal like crystals or 
things like that that just kind of give you that sense just give you that kind of healing on that emotional and spiritual level yeah i definitely have a few crystals at my desk um my coworkers think i'm kind of weird but whatever <laughs> um <laughs> and my aunt is a counselor so she she recommended um what exactly what you said as far as you know surrounding yourself um she called it like a bubble um, yeah and so i kind of imagine wow. that before going into work just because i am so like I, i'm like a super emotional person Mm -hmm. And like you said, like receptive. So I, I really take people's emotions on. Um, and I didn't realize that until after I started being ar around so many people who were in pain, like um, consistently when I started working. So I definitely had to had to protect myself in that way. And, and it helps a lot. Because yeah, I think it's like a it's, it's recognizing that yeah all these feelings may not be yours so the first thing mm -hmm. is is being aware of that isn't it and once you, as long as you're as long as you have this awareness about that you then you can put the measures in place to you know to to help you and to protect yourself mm -hmm. yeah I, I think um that's something i didn't realize until i started working is like how receptive i am um and then it made me realize like when i was younger i probably was taking on um you know a bunch of other people's emotions and not even knowing it yeah um, so oh, yeah i can imagine i can imagine yeah <laughs> definitely just just by uh well as i say as i'm learning as i'm going along i can yeah say with the water element how much uh, how much uh, uh in intuition how much receptivity there is Mm -hmm. Okay, so then last. Oh no, no, sorry. Saturn, we've got next. So we've got Saturn. Here we are. Saturn in Capricorn. So I'll talk about. First, it's the eleventh house. Yeah. So it's the house of groups. Uh, friends um, it's also about innovative ideas it's where you can leave a movement it's about um, legacy it's about what you want to share with others um, what's your kind of dream for a better future what kind of vision that you have and because you're so yours is in Capricorn so I mean it's in its natural ruler uh, Capricorn is uh, ruled by Saturn anyway so it's probably it's a really good position as far as uh, Saturn goes and the thing is, and so with Saturn it's basically if we have the moon as the mother then Saturn is the father figure so it's the it's the disciplinarian it's the one it as it's a father it's the one that kind of wants to give you this it wants you to succeed but it's not gonna it giving you tough love because it wants you to see through your commitments it's not worth going oh, i'm going to start this and then don't do it and then if you know if you're kind of flipping from one thing to another then that, if you're doing that saturn isn't going to reward you but if you're doing things and you're keeping it keeping him happy keeping father saturn happy then you're um that's when the money and that starts to flow in because it's about this commitment really and seeing things through and Saturn it wants you to you know show up as this leader that you're kind of destined to be and being in Capricorn it's like you're really good at 
the uh, Capricorn is like ambitious. It's uh, being an ambitious leader, but mature and responsible. Um, it's like and it's Earth, so it's having this practical approach. But on the flip side, it's about kind of getting out of your comfort zone. Um, you don't want to be too in. Uh, you don't want to be too inflexible as well, because you know Capricorn and Saturn, it it can be very rigid. So it's about also not kind of having all the birds in yourself, which is like not um, overwhelming yourself with too much responsibility, which is interesting because it's this 11th house, it's, you know, being grouped. So for me, it's kind of showing, you know, showing up as this leader, but maybe um, not, maybe it's not about you just doing it all on your own. You know, it's not about taking this full responsibility. It's like you're able to maybe, you already know that, um, the only way to kind of get successful is being uh, it can only be accomplished by being uh, with discipline and hard work. But it's also you don't have to be hard on yourself, and it's like okay to accept this failure. As the saying goes, you know what doesn't kill you makes you makes you stronger. And I think being here, you know, it's it shows that you could be a big mentor for others in this sense really because you know you know how to do this this kind of hard work and do it directly with this practical manner mm. so it kind of and it's so it's kind of good because it's also really this earth is like this container for this for all this water so you know if, if things are running away with you it's kind of remembering just to kind of ground back in into this earthy element and containing all that water about and Saturn like, like I say it's like a it wants you to go on this straight kind of road so it's like it doesn't want you, your emotions to completely run away with you it's like kind of having that focus that kind of bigger picture still okay okay any thoughts <laughs> um yeah I, I think that makes a lot of sense I think um I'm definitely someone who can get stuck in like a perfectionist pattern. Um, but uh, um, I found a quote that really kind of changed that for me. And it was, um, you know, perfectionism is a form of negativity. And I never thought about it in that way. Um, and I think that just speaks to kind of what you're talking about here um, with the Capricorn as far as, you know, you want to be disciplined and stay on the like straight and narrow path. Um, but also realizing like if I do fall off the path that it's okay and it's part of the learning experience. So um, definitely something I feel um, I've had to learn mm -hmm. and I can help people um, who are having difficulty with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, Capricorn, that's it. I think they can, that's it seems they do can be so hard on themselves. They want this kind of, that's it, this, like this perfect kind of way I mean and sometimes it's like they want it's so perfect that they they don't end up doing anything because of this kind of fear of failure so it's just being a lot recognizing that and allowing yourself that actually it's okay and the thing is it's very it's kind of unlikely that you will fail because I think you you know to put that dedication in and that time and discipline in it in the first place and I think like Saturn has your back there really and it it will come naturally to you because it's the 
kind of natural ruler of Capricorn anyway. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I do often feel like I get frozen sometimes, like, um, like you said, like, I don't know if I want to start this project because, you know, afraid of failure and all that, but um, definitely something I have to push myself to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so then lastly, we have your North Node and your, uh, so, your North, so your North Node is here in Aquarius and your South Node is in opposite of uh, Leo. So, as a, so uh, North Node, it's not um, actually a planet, uh, it's not a planet, it's like two points of the, two points on the moon. So, uh, North Node is about, it's about your challenges in this lifetime. So, but ultimately it's your, it's part of this healing process. It's about, um, these challenges are here what you kind of asked for to take on in this lifetime really so it, it it's the things they don't come it doesn't come naturally to you this is where your this is where your self node comes in so the self node is about all the kind of gifts and talents that are kind of innate within you in the first place so and it's about using those self node talents to push forward to help you further in your growth for this uh, for in this lifetime so in your so your self node so your gifts that are innate which are going to help you so you have this like because it's from leo like leo's ruled by the sun so you you have this natural warmth about you and people are automatically drawn to you um you're able to shine in a brave and courageous way and actually leading is a natural ability as you have this as you show this strength and determination um you're able to light up a path for many and have this also this natural creative flair it's um again it's like this warm passionate dynamic um very cheerful humorous and um it's also like Leo, you know, they like, they really, as much as like it's been in the limelight, it's also about kind of uh, very loyal and nurturing to other people. So it's about, this is what kind of, as I say, this kind of, like this comes naturally. So it's sharing with the world what you've got with these existing talents. So these will help you in this, so this North Node challenge. So coming from like a natural leader now it's about being able to lead but from a more like humanitarian perspective you're like here to get to know each other uh, get to know others on a more deeper level um you're here to expand your vision like noticing opportunities to help you and help others grow as well so you have this natural enthusiasm which um brings out like excitement in others and you're here to show like new albeit unconventional ways so as I said you know Aquarius is this quirky innovative type any so the more you kind of and the more you show these unconventional ways to other people the more kind of healing that you get so you're like a channel of this wise knowledge 
I'd say the more you involve people into this greater, this like bigger cause, this bigger picture, this bigger, this change agent for like good in the world. And the more you do that, the more enlightened you become. So it's about not even like from an elite, from having, it's not about having this limelight that we'd heard from a Leo. It's about, it's still like focusing on yourself, but it's about how you can help the others with these changes. And, you know, helping, helping like show this, because it's this 12th house, like showing, uh, helping others to see what's what's hidden. Okay, so um, again, showing yeah, showing so showing these kind of um, like these deeper emotions or this different spiritual nature of things, but it's about doing it in a more kind of collective way with others, showing others the way. Mm. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of messages on like community lately. Um, and like, I think I wrote in, um, like when you asked what question I had, um, like I definitely feel that I'm here for helping heal people, but I, I also feel like it's like you are saying, like more on a collective level, community level, um, more humanitarian versus just um like maybe i mean i think i'm here to do some one-on-one -on -one healing as well but the, i feel like there is some purpose in the collective manner that i haven't necessarily found yet um so i do feel like that's kind of missing from my current path right now yeah sure. well that makes a lot of sense good good and i think it's um you know, as I said earlier about, I mean, I was saying earlier about like helping like this, uh, this, aqua this Aquarian um, archetype as well about getting in touch with this kind of emotional side. So maybe it's more on a, maybe it's more on a group level. Maybe you're going to be more like helping uh, this Aquarian uh, archetype on the uh, healers themselves and you're leading a group of healers through something how to kind of how to work on this emotional set mm. to be you know something like that more on this there's definitely well it's the age of aquarius <laughs> we're in <laughs> now so it's kind of it seems it's very fitting i would say that it's more this kind of yeah on a bigger scale and and if you look at it, you know, people are so out of touch with their emotions and people mm. may, you know, maybe it's more working with more like the masculine types that are, you know, men or that masculine energy and showing them this kind of feminine way of embracing this emotional, more nurturing side, which you've obviously got a lot of. So mm. more, yeah, like you say, maybe still do it one-on-one -on -one, but I think there's bigger things I think there's a bigger picture of kind of the cat mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> I definitely feel that I haven't thought about um like you were saying maybe a community of healers I haven't thought about it from that perspective so that's super interesting mm -hmm. um I have had like a lot of ideas as far as community um 
like maybe doing um, retreats for people so that there is a sense of community, but also um, doing some individual sessions like throughout the retreat as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then my brother actually just started a nonprofit farm. Okay. Um, and it's all about community. So creating a community around the farm. He wants to do like community gardens in the city. Um, and then also like help people build out a home garden. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking like I could do the retreats at his farm and um, there's something called hippotherapy. It's like doing um, physical therapy on horses. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Um, so, like right. while someone's riding, you're like helping them turn their core muscles on and stuff like that. Um, so I was thinking of like incorporating that into the whole farm community as well. So I, I just feel like there's so many avenues <laughs> I get kind of frozen. Well, that, I suppose, yeah, that, and I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? Because you have, this is where you, because of the water, you're going to have all these ideas and the, the, with the Pisces, having this, all this imagination. So maybe it's about kind of thinking of this Saturn, having this, having this containment. So it's not just, you know, it's bringing all this imagination and making it into this practical, more practical level. And it, and also, it's funny, like you say about doing the retreat, especially with this um, Sagittarius, because it's also, it's on your midhaven, which is like, position it's about um, kind of your, kind of your purpose, your job, shall we say. So if you think of Sagittarius, it is about exploring and traveling. So mm -hmm. the retreat sounds like a, it would kind of satisfy your satisfy the moon on this emotional level so you, you kind of see how things are all kind of connecting really mm. and I think it's just about it's just about taking taking this action and this is where this Saturn comes in so it's and re remembering that you do have the discipline to see this through so it's just about make it's just making that start which is the hardest for a lot of people, but it's about trusting that the universe has got your back. You know, I think whatever you do is it's gonna because it's you're thinking on this more global scale. You're satisfying this life purpose that things will you know work out with you. Will work out with you and. As we said, it's like if it if it doesn't, it's it. I just I I don't think it would really. I think because it seems like it's on this right path, but it's about not fear. Uh, you know, not feeling this fear of uh, failure anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something I definitely had to learn as far as like like that whole Saturn area. Um, like <clears throat> you know maybe maybe whatever I'm pursuing right now isn't like what's necessarily on the path, but it's maybe some lesson or some skill or something that I have to learn before I get to the next thing. Um, so <clears throat> I think just kind of changing my perspective a little bit on that has helped me a lot. And I think that's helped me connect to my Saturn a little bit more. I, um, I've never heard of that or realized that. So that that's super helpful for me and I appreciate um, you pointing that out. Excellent, excellent. Because it will be. I mean, Harold, have you had your Saturn return yet? 
So, I mean, your Saturn return is kind of when it's, and that's around the age of 28, something like that. So when you have that, that's when kind of everything, it's, that's when everything kind of hits home, really. It's kind of, are you on this right path? And if you're not, then Saturn's going to kick your butt into doing, making sure that you are on your right path. It will hit hard, really, because it is, it is that planet of kind of lessons and discipline. So I think it's definitely something to be aware of. But I think what you're doing already is also seems like you're on the right path anyway, because you're already doing this healing. And it's all, you know, you can't, you can't, no one ever just jumps into one thing and then you're great at it anyway. You've got to do all these little, little baby steps to kind of get to where you are. You know, everything's, you're, you're, you're that saying, you know, you're where you're meant to be right now. So it's about kind of being in that present, in that sense, but knowing, trusting that things are kind of working out for you and that you're heading in the right direction. As long as you're looking at it, you know, you're looking at it where, on this, from this kind of, this whole bigger picture where everything's kind of, where everything's in balance and harmony and you're kind of now aware things are out of sorts think about these kind of personal planets and where you might be lacking or where you haven't been healing or nurturing yourself mm -hmm. yeah actually um i turned 28 two years ago so i definitely feel like right i'm okay right saturn like really came into my life at that point because <laughs> i feel like um like on the past like couple of years i've been like more on a spiritual journey um, like I said, um, when I first met my husband, like 11 years ago, I kind of shut off that spiritual side. So like a couple of years ago, it, it was kind of like forced back into my life. Right. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that would be um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely feel like prior to that, I was really basing everything off emotions, which makes sense with all the water in my chart, like you were talking about. Um, so I think with Saturn kind of forcing its way in, um, has helped me like, like you're talking about like more balance, mm -hmm. um, seeing things from like all perspectives instead of just like my water perspective. Mm -hmm. So that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's why it's, it's good that you, it, it's in an earth sign actually, because you know, the earth and water are so compatible because they can, you know, the earth can put up the boundaries to stop the water flowing or it could channel it in a certain direction so it's a kind of it's a really mm -hmm. good placement to have actually oh okay cool <laughs> yeah that's awesome okay no worries well we're done i hope you enjoyed it and i hope everything was you know you got some advice from it yeah it was it was really awesome actually um i got a lot out of it thank you so much no worries at all. I'm really, I'm 